Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, welcome back as we continue on. Thanks to Gene Deckeroff for joining us and our little tribute to uh, Bobby Bowden. Uh, Well-deserved. Yeah, I mean, no uh, Coach Bowden's loved by many, many, many people. All right, in uh, three weeks from now, it'll be game week, and I think we'll do this a couple times. Mike Casagrande uh, was a Hurricanes beat writer for the Sun Sentinel. Now he's the Alabama beat writer for AL.com, so I highly recommend if you want to get caught up on uh, Alabama and follow them through training camp, uh, check out Mike's work, AL.com. Mike is with us right now. Mike, good evening. Thanks for being with us. Uh, good good to be with you. Always good to talk with someone down in Miami. <laughs> uh, all right, Mike, let's start with this. Training camp is started for Alabama. Um, I, I want to get to the monster that Miami's getting into, but let's start with this. What, what are the big storylines uh, for Alabama football right now? Yeah, I think it's uh, with the offense, it's kind of re- – I don't want to use the word rebuilding, but replacing a lot of these guys, uh, the first-round guys, the Devontae Smith, Mac Jones, and Najee Harris. Uh, you know, there's going to be some new new stars. They're going to have to emerge on this offense after losing, um, you know, a good chunk of uh, first-round talent from last year. So um, it's kind of the next wave. See what what the uh, scout team had last year. Um, it's kind of what kind of the talk is on offense and, and defensively. They've got. Uh, a good chunk of what they had last year coming back. Um, they didn't always meet the standards that people had around here, but um, some young talent on that team last year that that's probably going to be developing into uh, a more con- cohesive group uh, this fall. Mike, tell us about how Coach Saban has evolved as a as a defensive guy and then a, a run-first guy on offense, and then you put out – the, the most prolific offense uh, maybe in the history of college football last year, and he, he was fine with it, or at least it appeared he was fine with it. Yeah, I mean, he's fine with whatever is successful. Um, it, this is, you know, it's kind of been a long a process with him going back to you know, probably his roots in the 2012-2013 seasons when Johnny Menzel, when Ole Miss uh, was, was beating Alabama, when Alabama was still kind of playing – uh, you know, mid two thousands defense and mid two thousands offense. Um, run the ball, Heisman running backs uh, as opposed to Heisman quarterbacks and receivers. Um, brought in Lane Kiffin and they kind of started to modernize things a little bit. Try to um, do some of that no huddle, do some RPOs, use um, personnel they had to to try to evolve. And um, you know, offensively, you can definitely tell. Um, a big difference. It's you know, night and day from watching 
early 2010s to, to today. Um, defensively, it's been, you know, for like everybody, it's been a challenge to, to keep up with that. You're not going to be pitching too many more shutouts like you used to. Um, you're going to be giving up some more bigger plays. Just the style of, of the game has changed. Um, but they've, they've adapted, giving up fewer of those than they had in those, you know, 2012, 13, you know, 12 when they still won a championship, but they were starting to be exposed by some of the, the offenses that were moving in a new direction. What is the uh, monster telling you? You covered the University of Miami when you were down here at the Sun Sentinel. Uh, what is the monster that the University of Miami is getting involved with here in a couple of weeks? I mean, it's just a, it's a deep program, deep. I know it's, it's probably a lot like the University of Miami of the early 2000s, of, uh, you know, late 80s, early 90s, where the second team, the you know, scout team, is just as good as a lot of teams around the country. So that's what you're going to see guys who were, weren't necessarily getting as much playing time last year. They're having to wait their, their turn um, when they have a couple top-ranked recruiting classes stacked, and not everyone's going to get to play right away. So um, there was a lot, of, a lot of veteran experience last year that kind of pushed, that kind of delayed some of the debuts of some of these guys who were highly recruited. Um, but you're going to see some of those guys um, – playing their first time, you know, in starting roles against Miami. What's the recipe, other than the obvious, that Alabama has that they are able to stockpile Florida talent? Everybody says, well, Miami should get this guy, but (laughs) Florida didn't get that guy. Florida State didn't get that guy. There's a whole lot of guys that, that fly out of the state of Florida to go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Yeah. That's true, and that's, not, that's actually a story I'm working on right now, kind of about that, um, the exodus, in a sense, the, of some of the South Florida talent, starting really starting with Amari Cooper um, in 20, 2012, that freshman class. The receivers, you know, it's been one after another, Judy, um, Calvin Redley, Jerry, Jerry Judy, just, you know, five-star guys, first-round NFL talent heading – Heading north, um, it's it's been, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things where it becomes a self fulfilling machine where they see success, they see other guys do the same thing and have success. So there's probably more comfort when you see a, an Amari Cooper leave that area and do well in in Tuscaloosa. And the kind of f- funny thing, crazy thing, um, probably not too funny to your listeners, is that Mario Cristobal was a big part of some of the recruiting that brought some of the South Florida guys to. To Tuscaloosa, so it's, you know, I guess that's kind of the gist of it. It hasn't just been the wide receivers, though. They've done a great job uh, on the offensive line. I think uh, Leatherwood, wasn't he from uh, the Panhandle? And now uh, the the other left tackle that's up, uh, was it Evan Neal, I guess his name? Evan Neal. Evan Neal. I mean, he's – I mean, there's two top-round draft pick guys just back-to-back in that situation. Then we didn't even get into the, the secondary. Yeah, Patrick Sertain, just first-round draft pick last year from uh, from Fort Lauderdale. So, yeah, no, there's there's quite a few that have made that that trip. You know, I, I remember that Howard Schnellenberger wanted to build a wall around Miami and South Florida, and I guess some of these guys are starting to not even starting to, but have been getting out. So, because that's the continues to be the main challenge for for Miami and um, you know the recruiters down there. Mike Casagrande, AL dot com is our guest in a couple of weeks, Miami and Alabama. Mike, uh, right now, is uh, is Bryce Young 
Is he the guy for Alabama? Is he is he going to win that job? Oh yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think there's even any discussion about anybody being in any serious contention with him, um, barring injury. I mean, he's far and away. You know, Nick Saban doesn't come out and name starters, but he's not talking about any other quarterback other than Bryce Young. So, if someone else is playing on September fourth, then uh, it's because Bryce Young got hurt. <laughs> Back to recruiting a little bit. Um, we talk about the state of Florida and how there's been a, an attraction to, to Alabama for the players to go there, but the program has also gone nationally. I mean, like the quarterbacks, California, where, wherever the, the great players are that can help win a championship, University of Alabama is going to make an attempt to get them to come to Tuscaloosa. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they've benefited from having coaches that they've recruited coaches like Steve Sarkeesian who had uh, – the, the connections on the West Coast to Bryce Young from his previous job at USC. Uh, Lane Kiffin was a West Coast guy that helped get Tua uh, to Alabama. So, yeah, I mean, it's a national brand. They've been able to, you know, it's kind of like Kentucky basketball where they don't, they can, people see that they're producing first round talent and they want to, you know, they, they see there's this proof in it. So, um, a lot of the goal. You know, it is to win championships, but being getting the NFL is probably even higher on a lot of the recruits' list. So when they see success there, um, it's maybe a little easier to recruit to come there when they can prove that the guys have gone on to big things in the NFL. We, uh, Don, I've discussed this uh, throughout the spring and summer about Alabama's recruiting. Not only is it national or you know, one five star after another, it's very specific in terms of height and weight for each position. Right, yeah. I mean, Nick Saban's got he's got kind of what his ideal um, player is at every position. You know, cornerback, I think he always talks about you know six one, six one and a half, certain arm lengths, uh, weight. He's he's got a, a prototype that he's looking for, and that's what he you know they go out and get. The fact that uh, the University of Alabama went and signed coach to what was it a ten year deal. That he that he just signed, so that's going to put him to at almost eighty, right? Uh, it's up. It's not quite ten years, but he's he's going to be there through. I mean, the contracts are the contracts. He can be there as long as he wants to be there, but it runs through twenty twenty eight. He can go. He's. I mean, he's not going for another job. He can coach there as long as he as he wants. But I think the the contracts pretty much purely for recruiting purposes and showing that he's at least committed through X date. But um, for all the eighth graders that are that are being recruited right, right now, and that's 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 the thing that they, they recruit against when people are recruiting against Alabama, they point to his age and how long is he going to be coaching. So I think those things are you know part of the process when determining contract length and how many years he has on the contract. What will Bill O'Brien and Doug Marone bring to the Alabama offense? Yeah, I mean they definitely tons of experience, NFL, college. Um, more another voice, uh, you know, prominent voices in that room. Uh, then neither one of them are coming and reinvent what Alabama does. Um, but you know, he's done this with so many guys, not necessarily two NFL head coaches in the same year on staff together, um, or even one they've had. But uh, you know, it's they're they're going to do what Alabama does. They're going to. Um, you know, we add a few wrinkles here and there, but it's not going to be a, a reinvention of, of what they do. 
I think what's getting overlooked, at least in the preseason nationally, on what I've seen is the fact that Alabama last year was, quote-unquote, uh, uh, rebuilding or uh, uh, their defense, and they held, what was it, eight, eight of their opponents under 20 points, and that entire defense, uh, less, what, is it two players, but they pick up the kid from the linebacker from Tennessee, the best, mm-hmm. best portal guy at that position at, out of the Southeastern Conference. Nobody's talking about this defense, and I, I watched a little bit of them uh, earlier this week, and those guys were playing lights out last year. Yeah, I mean, I guess in, in around here, the, there's there's always dissatisfaction. They got to find something to be upset about, and people still talk about the Ole Miss game where they gave up 45 points and a school record um, yardage allowance to to Lane Kiffin. So there are always, you know, the, people are still grumbling about the defensive coordinator and why he still has a job. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things where expectations become unreasonable at a certain point, and. The offense, so many people just want to talk about the offense. They want to talk about Bryce Young. So, yeah, the defense, you know, that kind of shows just how much things have changed where you know, 10 years ago everyone wanted to talk about you know, the defense, linebackers, who they have, you know, how, how few points, how few yards they're allowing. And now it's, you know, not much. It's almost an afterthought when you hear about things around here. Mike Casagrande, AL.com, is our guest. Okay, if uh, if that's their concern, what what would three three weeks away from the game? But when we get to game week, if you ask Nick Saban, coach, what concerns you about the Miami game? What what is he going to say? I mean, if I were him, I would probably point to the, the amount of uh, returning talent on the Miami offense. Granted, you know that would work into Alabama's strength being their the defense coming back, but seeing how much they have around Derek King, um, what they were were able to do at times last year, um, being the first game of the season, having unproven talent on on the offensive side of the ball. I think that's kind of where, you know, if you were to get them at a, at a time, I think the first game would be, um, and the situation would be ideal for the young players start to get experience, um, some time on the field. Um, but still, they've they've had situations like that in the past, and they play these neutral site games every year, Labor Day weekend, and and no one's really ever been close in the eleven years I've covered this team. So sorry to hear that. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a tough, it's a uphill battle. Um, the oh, Florida State was the big game um, four years ago. They were number three, Alabama number one, and it wasn't really even close. So, are, are Alabama fans looking forward to uh, to this game? I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I know people are hoping to see full crowds, full stadiums, get the feel back that, that was missing last year. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I have, the buzz on the street hasn't been too much. I haven't heard that much about the game yet. They're still early in the, the training camp process that I think they're pacing themselves for, for the game coming up. All right, Mike, we appreciate you uh, joining us. It was good to see you in Atlanta. No, Birmingham. We're in Birmingham. I yep. can't remember where the hell I was. We're in Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks for joining us, AL.com. We will be uh, reading all of your material leading up to the game. Yeah, we look forward to seeing you guys in Atlanta for sure. All right, all right thanks, Mike. Mike Casagrande, AL.com. I-, I love the band of the hour, so we're looking forward to that. But but the Alabama band's called, you know, you know what they are called, right? I have no idea. You don't have any idea? I'm sorry. You think anybody in our audience knows what they're called? They have uh, a name. I'm, okay. 
They're, Hurry they, before they Google it. They are called the Million Dollar Band. Ah, okay. You know what that scene is going to be like? Uh, it was big when we went to Dallas for LSU, right? Oh, yeah. You know, the their band is uh, the Tigers something or another. And uh, they came marching in with about 50,000 of their fans, all in gold and purple and all those beads. <laughs> it is going to be, if we pull this off in terms of we're scheduled to go, right? I'm crossing my fingers. Come on, we're now. going. It is going to be so loud. In fact, I think it's probably one of the things as we get closer to kickoff that Coach Lashley and Coach Diaz are going to have to take into consideration is it. This is a road game. It is going to be oh. so loud. Yeah. It is a road. There's no question. It's a road game. And when these Alabama fans come, no pun intended, rolling in. With a million-dollar band, this is going to be college football at – I mean, if you are a college football fan, this is the one you, – you, you, this is going to be the spectacle you want to be, be involved with. You won't believe this. I mean, I'm not lying about it, but I was – I went, and you'll have to text your memory. I went in Atlanta. Uh, my brother was a, a, a graduate of University of Florida, and it was Florida – Against Alabama, I think in the chase in the SEC championship game several times. But I would imagine uh, it was maybe the first or second time Mm -hmm. that deal happened. And I went. We were done, and I uh, we went and I sat in the stands for that with that deal. Now, you know, you imagine me sitting in the stands at a Florida Alabama game. Only my brother could get me to do that. And I will tell you, you are one hundred percent correct. I would just say this: if you're a Miami fan, the the, the tickets are still available. If you want to experience college football, I mean Southern college football and attitude and all that stuff, I I would call one eight hundred Go Canes. Joe, I, I get the ticket. I, I'm doing my part. I'm sending all of my buddies that are uh, from North Georgia up there and, and Dalton from the flooring business. I sent. I went to all sport, all canes today, loaded up. I'm sending gear up. I'm getting as many people to go as I can. It's not going to be enough. I, I know Hurricane fans are going to go in there, and they are going to empty their lungs. Oh, yeah. However, <laughs> however, when you see this Alabama crew, it's going to take an hour for the band to get in. It's a tide. They're called the million right? dollar band for a reason. It's a tide. You're right. Yeah. It's, it's it's like you're getting caught at high. Th- you're getting you're going to get high tided. It's uh, if that's a word. All right. Two more quick things before we take a break here. Number one, in 1979, when you beat Penn State, oh boy, <laughs> right? The game that changed the program. You were the center with Jim Kelly. What most people forget is the next week you played at Alabama. I haven't. <laughs> you have forgotten. <laughs> I still have insomnia. Right. Penn State, yeah, I know. That was – we got time to go over that one. That was uh, that was an experience we, at Tuscaloosa. At Tuscaloosa, 1989, 1990 Sugar Bowl. I had just gotten engaged. My wife and I, my wife-to-be, uh, we were at the Lay Meridian Hotel. I was there. Getting ready to celebrate New Year's Eve. And at that time, during that time, Coach Erickson took the players out of the team hotel they went someplace else. The freshmen stayed behind, or those that weren't going to play. And here come a bunch of Alabama fans down by the hotel. Roll Tide, right? Roll oh, Tide. You'll hear that a few right? times. Oh, you're going to hear that over and over. And one of our players looked up at him and said, 
You have, are we in seven second delay? Roll your ass down the street. Right. Blankety blanks. Yeah. <laughs> That's still the greatest line for me. It was, uh, I was there for that yeah. one. I think, wasn't Jim Mandich it? Uh, no, that was a couple th- years later. Th- that was later, okay. Yeah. That, right. that was the one we didn't win. Ah, you're correct. I was at that one. <laughs> yeah, the one we won, we rolled their ass down the street. But uh, at any rate, let me talk to you for a moment about uh, Williamson Buick GMC because we have breaking news coming in from Ed Williamson and his lovely wife, Carol, who said, make sure, make sure you get this out as soon as possible. Very exciting news. They have announced a limited-time vehicle buyback program. Bring in your pre-owned vehicle, and they will buy you out of your current Ally or GM financial lease contingent of current equity and dealer's final appraisal. You know, Ed Williamson, he's been in this town for 52 years. The boss just might be Carol. But both of them <laughs> are going to be at the game in Atlanta. Right now, you'll get the best trade value the automotive industry has seen in years. Not only that. You'll avoid lease-end penalties like excess mileage fees and wear and tear. So you don't want to miss this exciting opportunity. Schedule your appraisal right now. Visit their state-of-the-art facility. It is easy to find. US 1, 104th Street, just south of the Palmetto Expressway. Williamson Buick GMC, your premier luxury dealership. Williamson is Miami. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.